Orale, Holmes, it's me, Little Hater. And guess what, Doug? This podcast is brought to you by the Patio Nuts. You had me at hola. So go out and get some of these nuts. It's the Patio Nuts. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Podcast. What it is, what it is, with the best damn podcast in the Long Beach, California. That's right, that's your board, Tacos on Workouts. And we're bringing you another one. And today I'm with my good friend right here, comedian Tony Ortiz. What's up, everybody? He decided to bring me down to Tino's. He said that these burgers are the best, and uh, they're pretty uh, tasty burgers. Uh, but we're here to talk about him, what he's been up to, and what he's doing with his comedy. Wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? My name is Tony Ortiz. Oh, let me know. Enjoying the shit out of these burgers, man. I could hear myself getting back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably have to go hit those workouts later, huh? Right, this is a special edition, man. Top of the workouts, man. We're actually at a burger place. Dinos has been around for more than 30 years. I want to say 40 years. I've been, I was coming to this place when I was like seven years old. Same owners here, the same motherfuckers that were flipping burgers back then are still back there, man. Like, what the fuck? I felt like I'm going back in time and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. The only difference is I got older and these motherfuckers are still there. <laughs> it's definitely a good place. Um, so listen, Tony, uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna to talk to you uh, a little bit about something that happened to me not too long ago, Matt. Yes, I, I think I messed up, and I think I was uh, wrongly interpreted for, for, for the things that, that I said on a podcast. Uh, for all of you guys, I recently got invited to um, the Sweet St. Goto podcast, and my good friend Sunny there asked me a question in regards to um, you know our business, whether it be on the podcast or YouTube, and he kind of mentioned something that uh, it's a cutthroat business. And that just kind of set me off because of all the things that have been going on the back end uh, with the Taco the Breakouts channel. There's some people that uh, have been trying to sabotage the channel, and we're not gonna name them by name because we don't want to give them, uh, you know, the attention that they do not deserve. Um, but one of the things that set turned people off was that I said that, uh, you know, Rasa doesn't support Rasa, meaning that I've been here for three years doing my my show, and I really haven't receive um, you know as many um, following uh, people do watch um, but it's just um, that was my honest opinion at that moment obviously um, you know enough people do follow me you know because I have a, a number of subscribers but it, it rubbed people the wrong way and I didn't I didn't mean to say it in a, in a bad way it's just with everything that's been going around within our community these last couple of uh, um, years with uh, you know what's going on in the world and certain videos that have come to light. And and, and uh, I've said that comment that we will truly support each other. I think there's better things that we could do. And, um, you know, because I've been feeling it on my end, um, you know, other, like I said, podcasters, YouTubers trying to sabotage my channel. Um, what have been your, your experiences, uh, Tony, with, with your channel and, and your uh, podcasting and comedy? You know, the, the, the people that I bring out to my show, um, uh, some of them are in recovery. I'm not going to say those, those two letters, but uh, they are in recovery. My, my podcast is based on recovery and in comedy. So I have both, both uh, uh, guests. I have people that are in recovery, and I also bring on some comedians. Uh, we have to combine that 
and, and created comedy and recovery. And so the people that I brought on, man, you know, the whole thing about, about the podcast that I do is to have fun and to advertise it. Even if they have a podcast, you know, I'll, I'll shout out. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, support this channel, you know, um, because that's what it, it should all be about. It's supporting each other, man. You know, because guess what? If I come up, you're coming up. You know, and that's how it should be. And, and, and I think that that's how it should be also in common. You know what I mean? Because you never know. You never know. Like, like let me tell you guys, man, one thing. You're always going to remember the person that helped you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if God ever gave me the chance to get big in comedy, man, I'm going to remember the people that brought me up there. You know, I'm going to remember the guy that gave me three minutes, the guy that gave me seven minutes, even though I was an opener. You know, and, and, uh, and, but it's all about having faith. Just like the conversation that I had with you in the car, man. It's like when you, when you invest in stock, you, you don't know whether that stock is going to take off and make you millions five years, ten years from now. You know, but you got to have faith and you got to continue to, to support that or, or, or give to that stock, man. It's the same thing with either a podcast, a comedian, or anybody, man. You, you, you stick tight or whatever and you, Help each other out, man, and then the blessings come later. No? Yeah, that, that's so true, man. Um, but you know, like uh, you, you brought some valid points. Um, but the, the comedy game is like super competitive, is it not? It is. And and you know, the sad thing about comedy is that let's say I have a funny joke, and uh, and and what happens is this is this is my experience as uh, older comedians tell me that you know there's people that go out to open mics. There are people that go out to comedy shows that are connected with big comedians like Dave Chappelle, like Carlos Mencia, uh, Bill Burr, uh, you know, just big comics, man, that are out there. And they listen to these small comics at, 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 at like, like ground level uh, platforms that, that, and they steal their jokes, man, and they take it to them, and it's not verbatim what they say, man, but it's just, like they'll use that premise and they'll run with it, oh, and that's really fucking sucks because if your joke comes out on TV by a certain comedian, that comedian owns it, even though you you uh, that was your material. But they, they own it in the sense that it gets recognized as if they came up with that joke. It's exactly. So let's say that that you said a joke and I happen to get on Netflix and said your joke. I'm the one that made it up. You know what? Something uh, similar happened to me recently, and now like with jokes, as you guys know, I've been trying to do comedy. You see little hater out there doing his things, and some of you like them, and, and, and thank you for, for supporting little hater. Um, look, when we started our channel uh, three years ago, I was here to motivate and inspire, and we've done so. But we've done so to the point where we've motivated and inspired people to actually rip off our content and, and rip off exactly what we're doing. Um, you know, they constantly watch at, at uh, our channel, but they're watching it for the wrong reasons and performing a platform and trying to present it as their own. Um, so I think that that's wrong when people do that. But you know what? Um, at the end of the day, um, I'm going to stop concentrating my attention towards, towards that negative energy because that's not what I'm really all about. It kind of ties into what, what, what Tony was talking about, people stealing your jokes. And in this and this and so it would be like stealing your format and whatnot. I think it's sad because we're supposed to be helping each other and building each other, 
And I hear all this talk about unity and Rasai and all that, which I love, right? But we have to start honestly putting the, the work and actually do that, man. Because look, uh, one of the one of the things that I said on a different podcast was that um, Joe Rogan probably has the best podcast right now, right? He's, he's on Spotify and he's huge, right? But when Joe Rogan elevated to the next level, not only did he elevate, but he brought all his friends. Now everybody has a podcast. In our community, we're not so quick to do that. I think uh, we need to do that both in, in the podcasting and YouTubing and, and comedy. Yeah, and you know, uh, the one, the one uh, when I'm on YouTube, man, I watch a lot of First Amendment auditors, man. And uh, they support each other. You know, like, if you're out there doing the work, man, and, and another and another YouTuber that's doing the same thing, if he's a First Amendment auditor or he's a cop watcher or whatever, man, you know, he's going to put that person on in his channel and tell him about it. Hey, man, come check out this guy. He's doing fantastic. You know, he's doing the work and blah, 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 and this and that, and subscribe, like, and share. And that's how they support each other, man. You know, and that's how I think that that's how everybody should be. All podcasters, all comedians, and just in general, man, everybody doing the work. If there were a way to, to kind of fix this problem, how would we go about doing so? I mean, it, it's hypothetical because not all problems like this can be fixed. But what would help to kind of alleviate that uh, that uh, tension or that joke stealing or that idea stealing? You see anything? I don't know, man. I, I think it's just up to the person. You know, uh, it's like they say, you know, uh, drop, drop the, drop the, that. Uh, that ego, man. It's an ego issue. It's an ego issue, man. Like, you know, ego it's not my amigo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but at the Regal Beagle. All right. Regal Beagle. You remember that? No, but you remember Regal Beagle? The Regal Beagle was with the three, uh, uh, what was that, with Jack Chipper? Uh, three companies. Oh, three companies. Company. Okay. Yeah. The, the Regal Beagle. I remember Suzanne Summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, we're getting a little too serious. Uh, so tell us, uh, who are your favorite comics? Oh, man, I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is one of my favorite comics. Dave Chappelle, Joe Coy. Ah, Fluffy, he was good in the beginning. I mean, he's, he's really famous, you know. Uh, but I, my, the, my best out of all, man, I can listen to Bill Burr all day long. I feel like my comedy is just like this. Bill Burr? Yeah. Because he's a storyteller. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I think, you know, that, that's, that's, that's kind of my comedy. Are you familiar with, with uh, Patrice O'Neill? I love Patrice O'Neill, man. Too bad. Bill Burr. Bill Burr? Bill Burr. Yeah? I love that one. What, 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 is it, what, is it, what is it so so much about the comedy style? You like? He's a storyteller, man, and he calls it like it is. Like, you know, it, it, there's this one, there's this one uh, uh, set that he talks about, like old people and they think they got privileges and shit, and this little old lady just fucking cuts them off, and he's all like, and gets his bitch with my elbow. <laughs> he wasn't. You know, he's trying to talk his way out of not fucking this little old lady up, man. I was fucking dying. Dying, man. I love him. Yeah, he's definitely a funny dude. Yeah, he, he talks a lot of shit about his wife, too. 
And it, he sounds racist now, but he really is because his wife is black. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, he just talks about his life experiences. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, you know, like, I think you said that you kind of like your comedy style is somewhat like his. Yeah, I want to say it is to a certain degree, you know, because I'm also a storyteller. So, I talk a lot about growing up as a, as a Hispanic. You know, a Latino is, you know, all a Latino neighborhood and stuff like that. So, yeah, man. So, what other comics are kind of like a storyteller, kind of a, kind of similar to like what? Uh, you know, Gabriel Iglesias. Um, he, you know, now that he has, that he's a big name, uh, he kind of stretches out his his comedy with the way he his experience in life. Okay, so he's more like a, a, a storyteller uh, as opposed to a comedian? Yeah, yeah. you know, because a comedian, man, can have a set, you know, and it's just like, it's a constant game, man. It's like a whole, whole, whole thing, you know? It's just, you, you want to keep people laughing. You want to keep people laughing, you know what I mean? And, and the more you keep people laughing, man, the more you feel inside, man. You just, you know you have the crowd, you know what I mean? So. It's like I was told that when you're on stage, you control the stage. You know, you control the crowd. You know, and that's and that's how it is when you're up there. Man. Once you've got the crowd on your side, man, it just naturally comes. Man. How do you deal with hecklers? You know what? I haven't dealt with a heckler yet, but I did have a dream that that I was killing it on stage and I was being heckled by a fucking midget, bro, in the crowd. <laughs> Vision. He was sitting there like he was saying stuff, man, coming out of his mouth, and I couldn't understand him. And I walked up to him and I said, "What the fuck are you saying?" And then he he had a he had like a long spear in his hand, and he threw it at me. And by the time it got to me, it was like a toothpick, you know. So to him, it was a spear. To me, it was like a little toothpick. And then I I took that spear and I started poking him with it, and he was quite. I was like, what are you saying? Are you calling for backup or what? <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. Listen, man. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think those people like to be called that word. No, see, that's the thing, man. I shouldn't even have said that, but, I, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know what the proper word is. I, um, small, uh, little people. Little people? Yeah, little okay. people. Just like I said, when I dated, I, 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 I don't want to say it, but I, I, I dated a widget. You know, she was a little white, little person. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. It's Yeah. But you know what? That's one thing about comedy. It's kind of like, you guys know, like, all the things that have been going on. You know, I think uh, earlier this year, there was a little bit of controversy with Dave Chappelle and, and the, the, you know, that movement. You know, I don't want to say the name. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's, comedy is comedy, and there's good comedy and bad comedy. Um... Man, man, my intentions are not bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to disrespect anybody, man, but comedy is for people to laugh. I truly believe that laughter is a universal medicine, man, and it can cure a lot of things, man. If you're going through a bad, through a, if you're having a bad day, man, and somebody makes you laugh, it's like you totally forget about that day, man. You yeah, know? for sure. You know what they say? They say a, a, a comedy is contagious, and... Uh, you know, I, I 100% believe it, as I, I, I also feel that the negativity is also contagious, man. And, uh, you know, so that's why we try to stay away from it, um, you know. See, here's the thing, man. If you're going to go to a comedy show, you're there and, and expect the unexpected from another comedian. You know, but if you're there to judge, 
And you've got no business at a comedy show. If you're going to get offended, you have no business at a comedy show, man. A comedy show, it's all for laughs, man. I mean, you know, I've been to comedy shows where they talk about Mexicans. You know what I mean? This one black guy, he's all like, man, I've never seen so many Mexicans in this room. He said, I thought I was in the kitchen. That shit was funny, bro. I started laughing. You know what I mean? But, you know, and the whole crowd that was full of Hispanics were laughing. And see, that's the thing about comedy, man. You're there to laugh. You're not there to get offended. You're not there to talk shit. You're definitely not there to, to heckle somebody that's on stasis. And it takes a lot, man, to get up there and, and, and perform in front of people, man. Comedy's yeah. not easy. No, it's not easy, you know, uh, for those who actually uh, want to get started on it and, and have tried it, man. I, I, I've gone up there a couple times myself. Um, you know, I, I've taken a, a little time off because of everything that's been going on in the world. I can't wait until I, I have my opportunity to get back up there. So hopefully I get get up there sooner than later. Um, but uh, where do you see this comedy thing going for you? Man, I'm just having fun with it. I'm just having a lot of fun with it. I'm not in it for the money. I'm just... I'm having fun. And that's the most important thing, man, with, with I mean, me. I know that there's, a, there's other comedians that are doing it, you know, and that's the right butter. But, you know, I have a good job, you know, and, and, and I, I, I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun with it, man. And it's a really good feeling when you do a set and, you, and, and people applaud you for, for making them laugh, man. It's just like... It, the, the feeling is unexplainable when you're up there, especially when you got a big ass crowd, man. And, you know, it is nerve breaking. It is, man, when you go up there because you're thinking, oh, "Am I gonna make people laugh? Is there gonna be somebody that's gonna talk shit?" And, you know, you don't know what to expect from the crowd, man, but you gotta learn how to read your audience, man. If you have seventy percent cholos in there, you know what I mean. If you talk about the Raiders, you know. You're gonna get beat up after the fucking comedy show. <laughs> if, if you say about the Raiders, just say, you know, get your ass home. <laughs> you know, but, uh, and then if, if, if you got a, 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 a lot of white people, man, and you're talking about Mexicans and, and, uh, and, and like how you grew up, they're not gonna relate to your comedy. I guess what you're trying to say is you, you have to, like, within common, you gotta. Learn how to like read the room and whatnot. You gotta, you gotta read the room, man. You know gotta your read, audience. You gotta know your audience. You gotta read the age limit because I could talk about, you know, uh, don't squeeze the charming, you know. And, and if there's a youngster in the crowd, you're like, what the fuck? What, what is he talking about? But if you're my age, you're gonna be like, well, yeah, I remember that shit. Don't squeeze the charming, you know. And, and I said a joke on that you know, during the pandemic, you know, uh, when all the toilet paper was all being fucking vanished and shit, you know, we like Mexicans did it, you know, people are I think they did, they were the first ones out there. No, man, I, we were looking at the socks, you know what I mean? The socks? The socks, yeah, because we can wipe our ass with the socks, man, and, and they are recyclable, you can use them again once you wash them, you don't have to throw them away. Yeah, I don't know, Tony, maybe in your household, but not mine. Yeah, my dad came home one time with no socks, and I was like, I know what happened to your socks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. So who won, who won the toilet paper games? Ah, uh, you know what, man? I guess the white people all took all the white the toilet paper. Ah, uh, 
They, yeah, there was a guy that was that was busted crossing the border with with tons and tons of rolls of toilet paper. They arrested him like he had kilos of cocaine. You know what I mean? And and that's where the joke came in is like one of the one of the border patrols took some of the toilet paper home and and the, the his wife's like, oh my god, what do you have? He goes, I got the good stuff, Charmin. And she grabbed it and she goes, and he goes, don't squeeze the Charmin. You know what I mean? And uh, and, and uh, older people got the joke, but the youngsters were like, what the fuck is this one talking about? You know what I mean? If they don't, you know, again, man, it's, it's you have to learn how to read your age that's in the, in the, the majority of the crowd. So, so you obviously do your, your stand-up, you do your, your comedy, right? Um, you do your 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 uh, your uh, uh, podcast. Uh, you know, uh, do you do you do like TikToks? Do you do, do I do like TikToks, that? man. You can view me on TikTok on Tony Ortiz five one seven seven. I have a couple of TikToks that I've been doing. So, you know. what do you think about all these people out there doing like hundreds of TikToks and all that? I mean, is that like I think I think some of the, some of the people that are out there just uh, trying trying to die. me. I'm. Like I said, man, if I do TikTok, if I do my podcast, or if I'm doing comedy, it's all about having fun with it. You know, other people are trying to get the views and make something of them, of something, man. Look, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If it's going to go viral, it's going to go viral. You know, you can't control that. Yeah, but I don't understand how some people want to, like, uh, you know, like, make that a career. Like, it's like, I... I want to like make this my job, like doing TikToks. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a way to do it. I myself, I I don't know what that is. I you know that's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard to say because, uh, like I said, man, you know, if, if, if you it's it's like winning the lottery. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. If if, if you're gonna if you're gonna get paid for TikTok, man, the chances of you getting getting like uh, going viral on a TikTok fucking video, man, it's like it's like fucking the lottery, bro. You play it every week, you film every week, and hopefully somebody would watch it to where they're gonna say like, hey, man, that that's a funny video. Let's let's interview this person, you know. But what are the chances? It's like trying to hit the lottery, man. I'm not hating on them, you know. You're doing TikToks, man. Go ahead, man. I'll watch them. I'll fucking laugh if it's funny. You know what I mean? All right, guys. So we were lucky enough to come to to uh, you know Tony Ortiz's favorite spot. You know you got to know him. Check him out on all his platforms. Tell them where they're at. I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook. It'll be under Antonio Ortiz or on uh, Instagram at Tony Ortiz five one seven seven. My TikTok is Tony Ortiz five one seven seven, and I believe that there is a YouTube channel under Tony Ortiz five one seven seven. Some of my early comedy. That, that's posted there. I haven't posted any recent ones because uh, um, I, you know, I'm old school, man. I don't know how to work all this damn shit, all this gadgets and shit. My fucking phone, my phone is smarter than me. You know what I mean? I always gotta ask Alexa, tell me this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already, and check out the best damn podcast in Long Beach, California. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.